you who are about to experience the corpse cast, we would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Everybody, welcome to episode 325 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. Oh no, I can is this, go. Is you, this a thing? What? No, like the you, pause you, is you, a you, thing you, every single time. <laughs> like th- th- this, this tradition of him yeah, pausing yeah. started in the very beginning one, right? right the very first right, one, right? And it's not going to stop, folks. No, never. Well, you told me that 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 shut my pie hole a minute ago. I was waiting. Yeah. Okay. So here. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pull back the curtain a little bit, guys. <laughs> So, okay, so every time I've done a podcast, right, whether it be with Steve, whether it be with Shane. Every time. Whether it been with Ricky or whether, you know, whether it be with, actually, this wasn't a Sam issue because I didn't know you could do this back when I was doing the, the cadaver lab. Anyway, so what I do is I get some ambient noise. I just get, I just want ambient noise so I can take that, get a sample of it and take that and, 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 and put a noise filter on it so the ambient noise gets taken out, right? And I call it, I go, okay, let me take a baseline, right? And then every one of these motherfuckers think it's so funny to be like, Bass, how low can you go? And, Death row, what a brother knows. And, and Shane was always like, bum, 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 bum. Like every time. It's like, bros, it's hilarious. Trust me. Right, I am right, dying right. of laughter in episode 325. Okay? Because that's how funny it is every single time. Anyway. Ooh, this episode, actually, we're going to be talking. Uh, uh, we, You know how, like, there are some... Meals, right? Have you ever did you see the menu yet? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, and how they brought out. Okay, here yeah. we're we're gonna we're gonna pair this. Yeah, with with this wine, or we're gonna you know, do that. You know, right? Very classy right. things. Right. Sure. Well, we here at the Corpse Cast are not classy, and you know what we're gonna do is actually add like we're gonna give you the meal, but we're gonna pair it with a very strange <laughs> pairing, and with and we're gonna do that today with Japanese films, and we're gonna be talking about. Onibaba, an art film wonderfully directed, blah, 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 1964, and then Entrails of a Beautiful Woman from 1986, which has a penis with a mouth on the tip. We'll get into that later. <laughs> they don't not not go together. They, they, <laughs> well, okay, well, I'm going to. They don't go together at all. No, I was, yeah, I'm yeah, going to yeah. have you explain that because <laughs> it, from where I'm standing, it's like, yo, bro. This right, is some right. wild stuff. Anyway, <laughs> so, um, okay, yeah, so uh, last two weeks, um, you know, we've been getting, um, like, some uh, replies and some emails and stuff like that, really? you know, but, I mean, nothing. nobody's called in or anything like that, but they're like, yeah, they like you. Okay. And they're doing All this, right. you know, on Facebook and the group, stuff like that, uh, t- mostly to my DM on oh, uh, nice. on. Uh, um, on my on my Facebook, they're sliding into your DM. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Good luck with that, guys. <laughs> okay, but uh, no. So that's good. People, I'm just I'm just wanted. I mean, don't break your arm, but I just wanted to give yourself I, a pat I, on the back. I DM'd you last night. You DM'd me last I, night. I did. I did. I know. Yeah. That's why we had sex right before <laughs> this. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's. 
It, I mean, you DM, you shoot your shot, yeah. and you'll never know yeah. what you'll get. Yeah. So why not shoot it? Um, so, and also this week, I, I decided to, I have all these movies, right? And I decided to catalog them and put them whatever, and it took forever. And, like, I was hoping for, I, 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 and, I, and I built this already because that's what I do for a living. But I was looking desperately for a piece of free software out there, or even I would pay a little bit of money for it, that could that could sort your your uh, downloads, your physical media, and all this stuff. What do people use to keep their to keep their collections intact? I'm interested to know. I, I know about Plex. I know about there used to be there used to be a couple other things, but like it, I I just cannot believe that something like that does not exist out there already that would work perfectly for me. But there's nothing, so I had to write it, and it's only for me, so don't ask about it. But if you want, give us a call. Let us know on the Facebook or the Twitter. Uh, what do you guys use for that if you collect it all? I use DVD covers, like <coughs> yeah, but yeah, but do you do you line them up uh, in? Uh, see, the thing is, you would is, hate mine. It's so disorganized. I have I have um, about thirty five hundred DVDs, Blu-rays, and HDRs, right? That's a lot more than me. Well, well, here's the thing. I've been yeah. collecting them since yeah, I was a child. Sure, Look, sure. I still have VHSs up here. Right? I, I've, I have VHS. I have boxes of VHS and cassettes in my basement. Oh man, I'll buy those off you. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I have some prize money. I've got Frankenhooker on DVD. Oh no shit. VHS. Yeah, with it when you push the uh, subway light. Want a date? Want a date? I, yeah. I remember that one <laughs> yeah, from back yeah, in the classic. old days. Classic. Dude, yeah, you should go through those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so it's like I don't know. I'm just I'm looking for it. But the thing is, is like that many DVDs. I don't have I, my place isn't big enough to put them all up on it's a true. wall. You know, it's true. And so it's like I have to. Anyways, it, yeah. it 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 drove me nuts. I got so pissed off about it. I literally wrote a whole back end app. I'm writing the front end now. But I, I wrote the whole back end app, put all of the movies into a database. And, Jesus Christ! Yeah, it took me all week, and I'm pissed off because it made me grumpy all the time. So I was working on it this whole week, right? Wow. Even my wife's like. I'm glad you're done with that. You were grumpy. I'm like, oh, I was pissed and I was upset and angry that I couldn't find any of my movies where they were. So right. there you go. Anyway, yeah. So let let me know. Maybe maybe I mean it's too late now. I already did my whole uh, thing and I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm using that, okay, folks. But uh, no, I'd be interested to know what you guys use with it. I know that a buddy Stephen uh, uh, from uh, West Virginia, my buddy, who's one of the douchebags. Uh, he uses Plex. He basically, but but also the the app that I use, it can say, okay, you search for a movie, right? You can search for it. If you don't own it, it will go out and say, okay, well here's it, here it is, and here's where you can stream it if you want to. Oh, nice. So it's pretty cool. Nice. Anyway, I wanted to, I wanted to develop an app about 15 years ago, 13 years ago, whatever, called Pimps and Hoes, where it would be an app where you could get where you'd be, you know, you know where the hoes were. Is it kind of like a it's kind of like uh, Pokemon Go, except for yeah, you find the hoes. Yeah, po- it would be Pokemon Ho. Oh, bro. <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah, right, right? I mean, getting people to sign up for that might be a little tricky with the oh, implications. You know, you know, you know, know. yeah, being illegal and everything. Exactly. But still, the idea was there. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> All right, man, do you want to get into this episode, or let's you got something it. else? Let's okay, so let's go ahead and play a trailer for Onibaba. And here's the irony. We're going to play a trailer for a Japanese movie. All right. of the words are going to be in Japanese, so bear with me. It'll may, it'll maybe give you like the idea, but no, you know it's funny because every time we do this, I play a trailer, and every time I'm like, "Yeah, bro, you guys are not going to understand what's going on." Right? Maybe if you do, maybe I'll find a dub one. But down you up. never know. We could have some folks out there that know Japanese. Yeah, but if okay. a lot of people know Japanese, I yeah, but they're all in Japan, and I doubt well, I don't <laughs> many know. people a lot, listen. A lot of people all over the world that know Japanese. All right, I'd I'd like to I'd like to see you back up that claim. Anyway, here is the trailer for <laughs> Onibaba. We'll come right back to talk about it. 
前で鬼になった倉庫ちゃん倉庫ちゃんお相手が悪かった邪魔をしたのが悪かったこの面を取ってくれ Hey, we're back. This is uh, Steve and... and Mike. That, did you forget my name? <laughs> no, I, I was waiting for you. I, I oh. Do I introduce you? <laughs> Dude, we already introduced. They, if they don't know who's talking by now, okay. then what are All they right. doing? Yeah. Idiots. If you Gosh. don't know, it's us. You're idiots. Well, I've never, I've never done the. Bro, I've just do it. Just I've do what feels. Just before. do what feels good. Nobody's judging you. Well. Actually, they'll probably all be judging me. I know, but don't think about that. <laughs> Who cares? Go. All right. This week, well, this time, this episode, I watched Onibaba. Oh. 1964, coming in at 7.9 on IMDb. That's a dang high, pretty high score. Yeah, I think so. 90% on the Rotten. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, you know, and I'll talk about that. This is directed by. Kenito Shindo. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So just so you know, if we yeah. ever do an Asian movie, yeah. okay, you can't say Kenito Shindo. You have to say, uh, Kenito Shindo. Dude. I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> Kenito Shindo. No, you, you can say that because in, in Star Wars when they made the prequels, right. you know, they had those one guys and they're like, oh, uh, we are the Rebel Alliance. And so you can do that. It's not racist but if you do that. That's racist as fuck. No, bro, come on, they did it in Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, and uh, that was racially insensitive. I know. So, uh, Kenito has, has done, um, he, I think he clocks in at like over 60 movies. Dude, you know? he has 230 writing credits. Right, 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 writing credits. 60 movies. 43 directing oh, 43. credits. But he also yeah. has produ- production yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. All yeah, all kinds he, of stuff. This guy's, this guy's been doing stuff. Yeah, he he's just... He was, just he was born in 1912. Sorry, I'm getting this... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going right into this, and I'm, and I'm, I'm cock-blocking you right now. Yeah, yeah. But the, the last credit he did was 2010. When he was 98 That years is old. what I'm saying. Yeah, wow. 98. That's right? wild to me. The, he was a powerhouse. Yeah. Absolutely powerhouse. Mm-hmm. And starring Nobuko Ottawa, who has 200, 200 films. Well, that's because yeah. that's because uh, um, she gets a credit... Every for every boob that she shows, so she actually only has in the hundreds. But since her boobs are always out, it's two hundred. Yeah, no, okay. she does like two hundred. That's like, wild. And, That's actually and, wild. I, and I actually heard that that they were in a relationship together. I think. Oh no, kidding. Maybe married or a relationship, well, that makes sense. You know. Why why they yeah. you know why they have yeah. both have so many right 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 and also starring da 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 uh, Jutsuko Yashimura and Ki Sato 
and Taji Tano Yama. And if I mispronounce any of those names, I do apologize. Dude, nobody expects us to. Well, right, 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 right. And um, okay, okay. yeah. So this starts out in 14th century Japan. 15th century, 15th century. 1400s. Oh, right. One right. time, one time, I want to. I yeah. want to hold. I, I it was 1980 something, and my right. best buddy, I'm like, I'm like, dude, it's the 20th century. He goes, it is. A, he, yeah. he goes, no, it's the 19th century because we're in the 1900s. I go, dude, right, I right. promise you. He, he bet me all his garbage pail kids. Right. And I got him, and I yanked all of his garbage pail see, collection. Now, here, here's the thing: is I wa- I've watched a bunch of like rev- other things, other reviews, and you know breakdowns on it. Uh huh. And they they kept on vacillating from the 14th and 15th century. They're idiots. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that's anyway. During the there was a uh, a civil war happened at the time, uh-huh. right? And so this takes place in Japan, and uh, I think it's just south of Kyoto. Okay. Yeah, because right. they kept mentioning Kyoto. Right, right. That Kyoto was north in a swamp. And it begins with two samurai running through the tall grass. Mm-hmm. And they're like running for the life. And you just like. Sounds like a filter song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're going along. And all of a sudden, from out of the grass, these spears get them and they're like, they're <laughs> taken down. And it's these, these two women, these, the older woman and a younger woman. And the story is based on these two women. Yeah. Now, it comes from a Japanese folktale, mm-hmm. a Shin Buddhist folktale. Okay. Okay. And um, the original folktale uh, was a little bit different than the movie, mm-hmm. you know, but the basic premises is, is there. And so these two women are living in a swamp in a hut. Uh, the son of the older woman and husband of the younger woman mm-hmm. is gone off to war. And uh, the neighbor comes back. And they're like, well, where, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? Mm-hmm. Well, sorry, he's dead. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know? And then things pursue. Yep. Right? Between the neighbor, that, that guy who lives in another hut mm-hmm. in the grass, mm-hmm. and the young woman. And then feelings get hurt, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> you could say, mm-hmm. and the older woman. And, yeah, things pursue from there. Sure. Uh-huh. So... This that sounds like a romantic comedy so well, far to me. You know, kind of, but no, but no, but no. <laughs> okay. And then a samurai shows up to the uh, hut of the women, and the older woman, he, he comes in, he's got a sword to her, and uh, uh, he's like, show me out of the grass, because the grass is like really super tall, oh, yeah. you know. And uh, she's like, I will, I will, and then they're talking. And he's like, do you want to see my face? I've got the most handsome, most beautiful face you've ever uh-huh. seen, uh-huh. you know, and I'll show you. And she's like, you know, for payment. And oh, okay. And then she just, you know, well, things happen there. She, <laughs> she, and, and, and in the swamp, there's this hole. Yeah. Right. So <clears throat> it's all this metaphor. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah and absolutely. he's wearing this demon mask. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's everything in being a, an old Buddhist tale. It's just like, what does the mask represent? What is it, you know, what is, and what is the, Original tale. Saying, well, and the thing is, and you, then the new movie saying. As, I'm sorry, as I'm watching this movie, I'm like, yeah. you know what? This is a very simple story. There's this, there's this o- older woman who's probably right. younger than I am, right? <laughs> you know, she was in her. She well, the actress was in her early 40s when she did. Okay, yeah. so yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. So yeah. and then and then the and then the daughter, the, her step or not stepdaughter, her daughter-in-law, and there's these two women yeah. who are basically killing people. That walk through the swamp and then trading the shit that they're carrying for rice and stuff. Like right. That, right. Yeah. Yeah. They take their armor, swords, and stuff like that to a local guy 
trade it for, and of course he wanted, you know, for a little extra boom, boom, they can get some more millet or rice or whatever the fuck. Yeah, and the thing is, too, know. is after I'm watching this, I'm like, this is a very simple story. I'm I'm starting to think that every little thing means something, and it kind of, absolutely cause, because I'm just like, okay, so I don't know what it means, but there is a meaning, and and this is something that I wish I had the Criterion disc for so right, we could right. get some background and all sure. that stuff. Yeah, sure, so... I put. A, I've been thinking a lot about it since I watched it. You know, just uh-huh. kind of going over, going over. And you know, one thing I about this movie is there's no fat in this movie. Okay. You know what I mean? It is trim. You know, like it, everything that is said, mm-hmm. that is shown, it is absolutely necessary to the story. And the irony of it is, it's a real slow burn. It well. is. It's like. It, you know, he, there's not, I mean, yeah, there's a samurai in it, but there's not a lot of like. But he's like to the third act. Yeah, exactly. You know, he's to the end. Well, I mean, you even know, you, have, you have the guy, the the um, the um son's friend that was went to war oh, right, and showed right, up. Right, and right. He, but no, I mean, this was just like a, and there, hey, we're trying to live in this swamp, mm-hmm. you know, in 1450 so, or whatever. You know, well, right, right, right. And so they're trying to be safe mm-hmm. and not be, you know, raped or murdered by you know, other people if they're on their farm. Right. So they're in the swamp trying to be safe. Mm-hmm. So what they're using for safety, they're also using as a hunting ground. Right. Uh-huh. But at the same time, the tall grass kind of represent, like, it's alive. Oh, yeah. You know, the environment itself is living. The thing is about this, this is a, I think first and foremost, it's a very gorgeous movie. It's oh. like, because, yeah. because I mean, you see the way they frame up, even the tall grass, the the way it ebbs and flows. It's yes. like you see like night shots, like a, an establishing shot and stuff like that. But everything seems a little menacing the way mm-hmm. that it's presented, mm-hmm. right? Right. And I mean, there's not like it's th- this is action packed. I mean, there's 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 a lot of subtlety in the in the the body language, in the looks that they're giving each other, stuff like that, right? Right. right. And even when it comes to the end, the I mean, when when the actual horror, I guess comes into it right into play there's a lot of just like subtle you you can't i mean it's i guess you can but it's like you have to i mean i have to watch anyways because i don't speak japanese so i have to read the thing but it's like i feel like if you were like looking down and looking up like at your phone or whatever you'd miss a lot even though there's not a a lot is not being said not a lot of dialogue and i felt the same way too i felt like you know it's like almost being robbed of having to read Right. When I want to just be concentrating yeah, on the actors because they're so phenomenal, there's not a bad acting in this film. In, you know, I th- in, in in thinking of that. Okay, so you had to read it, right? Yeah. Now, okay, so you've seen The Witch, right? Yes. Sixteen hundred something, you know, American settlers or right, or right, right. I, I yeah. can't remember what year it took place, but yeah. Anyway, so you guys probably after. I can't remember. In the 16th century. So yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. So yeah. So I have no, but I I truly cannot remember the right. history. Um, and if as you're watching that, right, you're listening to the way they speak to each mm-hmm. other, and he's like, "Thou art," you know. Blah, blah. You know, I'm wondering, right? Because since I don't know Japanese, mm-hmm. and I can't tell, I mean, I'm not good oh. enough at listening to it. I wonder if they're speaking in that in old, a classical Japanese style. Exactly, but but I have no idea. Right, and, neither and, do I. And I that's think a good that question. Would be interesting, you know. And if there's anybody out there that knows. Yeah, right. Right. You know, let us know. Because I think that was like, especially with the witch, the way the dad spoke right. and his booming voice. Right, and, right. And just, oh, it was, that really put you in it. And I'm wondering if, if we're missing a little bit of that because we don't speak Japanese. I could, you know what? Yeah, I believe it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're talking about the gore, let's talk about it, you know, mm-hmm. or let's, I don't know if you want to get how. No, no, let's go for it. Okay. So 
as she's showing the samurai through the grass, right, mm -hmm. she lures him to the pit where they, like, throw the bodies, uh -huh. right, which is a representation of itself. You know, not only is it a pit for the dead bodies, uh -huh. but it's also transformation. Bro, okay. I, I thought it was a butthole. It, it did look like a butthole. <laughs> I'm going to say this. It did look like a butthole. I'm sorry. A big old butthole. I'm in, the it's in, my, I mean, in, in my notes, it says, Michael, do not call the hole a butthole. Do it, not it, do it. it do it, not it, do it. And I did it. It does look like a butthole. But as she lures him into the hole, mm -hmm. right, then the next day she comes back, climbs down in there, right, right and pries the mask off, yeah. revealing his face, uh -huh. right? And then come out and is transformed right. mm -hmm. into this and where she has the mask. So the mask is a representation, I feel like, of the darker side of the self. And I agree because in the irony the mask itself in yes. the stark black and white, right? Yes. Especially in the night in the night uh, uh, time when when the, the mask was on screen, it's like it's gorgeous, but right. it's also menacing. Right. And the the most amazing thing, like with traditional Japanese theater, mm -hmm. you know, is taking these masks. Is that Kabuki? Have one, yeah, mm, I have no idea. Something. I just yeah. know that Troma has Mr. Kabuki man. Right, and he, right. Okay, so that's so I mean, the actors wear these masks, mm -hmm. but the art is conveying different emotions. Even right. the mask, right? Exactly, right. Is showing one emotion, mm -hmm. right? So she's jealous, right? That. She's afraid. Well, she's afraid uh -huh. that the her daughter-in-law is going to run off with the neighbor, uh -huh. right, and leave her, and she won't be able to kill. And if she can't kill, samurais have run away. And how was she going to trade for millet? Right, yeah. right, exactly. So she's afraid. Puts on the mask to scare the daughter-in-law from going over there and fucking the neighbor. And she's, right. she's trying to get banged, too, and it's not well, working out for well, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, so here we have... You know, these two, we have so many things, sexuality, and nobody really cares about the well-being of the young woman, mm -hmm. the younger woman. She's just property. Because I, I, you're right. I think that, I mean, obviously, the, the, I think the older woman is kind of who we follow the most. Right. And this, I, I felt that, I mean, it's, this is not like your typical scary movie. It's, it's, no. it's the fear of, of loneliness. It's a fear of. Uh, change and what yes. it, and the bad yeah. things it can yeah. bring yeah. and you just all these all these themes that are there and then she finally finds empowerment with the with the, with mask, the mask and you know but it's her fake careful self. what and you I, wish for and I well right you know and and even uh, you know with the grass I think there's like a uh, a euphoric feeling of like enclosement you know being being claustrophobic right. uh -huh. you know kind of feeling like you you can't see the horizon right. Right? unless you get out of it. You know, mm -hmm. and so I was just I'd been wondering about it and I, I'm spitballing here. Sure. And I wonder if the director was trying to because when she takes off the mask finally. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, both on the same ray. And then when the daughter in law takes off her mask because the mask gets stuck. Right. Right. And she's like, take the mask. I'll do anything. You know, take it off. Take it mm -hmm. off. Take it off. You know, I'll do anything. And they finally, she's hitting her in the head with the hammer. Yeah, you, right, you, right. you know, and it splits the mask. Yeah, right. Uh -huh. Splitting the self. Okay. Oh, bro. Okay. So they, they take it off, and her face is just all fucked up. Mm -hmm. Now, both of their faces kind of like being this like this. I know that the, I've heard that the director was kind of trying to go for how people looked after Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. the, the horror of oh, yeah. what these people went through. Oh, yeah. And so that being said, I wonder if the old woman is kind of represented of old Japanese ways, hmm. you know, old Japanese custom, you know, old Japanese, you know, the older people and the younger is like 
trying to be free. Maybe, maybe you know? if it, and if they're it like has to do pulling with... into tradition, pulling back. If you don't, you know, don't leave, don't leave, you know. But then they put on this mask that's not sure. themselves, mm-hmm. and then the horror happens. You see what I'm saying? It's wild to me that you bring that up because it's like, I mean, after a while, it's it's kind of like with, I mean, on a much lesser scale, right? right. It's kind of like like there are like my children weren't alive for September 11th, right? You know? Sure. And it's like it's why because that was such a big like turning point in our you know in our culture right here, and, and whatever but if you think about it what a wild thing to happen oh have the nuclear like a holocaust you know, nuclear you know, holocaust you know the thing is i remember as a kid i was i, I grew up in uh, san diego for a, f- right. a few years right right and i remember seeing asian people with like still like older still with uh absolutely know, the scars and stuff like absolutely. That. i would ask my i'm like what is happening and then my mom would just be i'll talk to you later you know because because right, right. i'm a dumbass kid and i'm well yeah what's going on with her face you know whatever well you have to remember that Japan. This is only twenty years. That's what I'm. Expe- yeah. yeah, especially with this game. You know, out. yeah, it's new. Yeah, it's only twenty years, mm-hmm. and they're still reeling with this whole thing. You know that happened with the dropping of of the two atomic bombs. Mm-hmm. You know, and just everything, the trauma that went with it. You know, and I really feel like the director. Put that in. Well, I, I bet a lot of his films. I bet a well, lot of directors' yeah, yeah, films. Yeah. Of that well, era he did do a that. lot of movies about World War Two. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah, yeah. Is this movie mm-hmm. amazing? Absolutely. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's very, very slow. And I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going right. to pretend all of a sudden that I'm this, this film critic that right. knows everything about film and stuff like that. It's very slow, but it's very interesting. And they do throw a lot of boobies in to keep you warm <laughs> along the way, right? But when it was released in England, finally, yeah. they had to do like a heavy editing. So they had to like edit out all the scenes without boobs. Wow, that would be a very and- short movie. <laughs> so it's they, like, what, what, they, what is this? <laughs> they just like, sun's down, tits out right, type of right, thing. Right, you know? right, right. It's like, wow, okay. No, but okay. Um, I don't know, man. I liked it, though. They're, like you said, there's a question... Yeah, and maybe this is a spoiler. I'm not sure. Yeah, there's a question: is if what's happening? It, I mean, it's all allegory, of course. Of right? course. But is there is there as far as just the movie's concerned, is it supernatural at the end, or is it just allegorical? To is that the kind of horror we're talking about? That that's a good thing. That's a good question. I think it's hard to define. A lot of people have, you know, I would say maybe period drama. Or you know, uh, it was folk a drama, Jidakaiki. J- yeah, Jidakaiki yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah, which is a, which is just a. It's funny how like the Japanese like cut everything into like genres, and they're not sure, strict sure. or something like that. Because we're going to talk about a whole different genre in a minute. Right. But uh, it's you know they have these words for it uh, where it would just be period piece or something right, like right, that. Right, right, right. Yeah, I don't. I but either way, this was a great movie. I'm yeah. not. Am, am I going to sit and watch it all the time? No, I might look up stills of the boobies later. <laughs> but I mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't see myself like, "Hey, kids, let's get sit around and watch this, like, right, this right. little feel good movie." You know, whatever. You know, and when I when I watched it and like seeing the the mask when we had the mask, mm-hmm. I'm like, "Oh, I've seen this. I've seen this before." Had you? Yeah. Oh, the mask. Oh, you know? gotcha. Yeah. You know, and like in photos and stuff. Sure. You know, I've never been able to really place it. Uh-huh. And it's like, oh wow, this is it. This is the. This is what I've been. You know, because I'd never seen this movie. Yeah. Oh, like, you it, had neither had no. I. No, so it's yeah. like, but I've heard of it. It's so good, it's so good, and it always right, comes right, up right. on the best of list and stuff like that. So I'm like, well, we're gonna watch it because I've never seen it. Right. Sure. And sometimes with movies like this, with that are a little more deep than, um, than you know your regular slasher stuff like that. Right. It takes motivation for me to sit through them because it's like. I don't know because most of the time I get done with work, my brain's fried, and I'm just like, "Yo, let's put on some sure, you know, sure, let's put on some brainless fun stuff." You know, you know, if if it I hadn't seen the credits in the very beginning, 
I would have thought that I was kind of in the middle of a movie or like like right. like 15, 20 minutes into it or something because uh-huh. it just takes right off. You know? and, and the the music, especially during oh, those, dude. especially during the 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 opening few minutes or whatever the taiko drumming it's like yeah dude yeah which is so alive yeah you know it is it's so vibrant and then onibaba comes up and you're just like yuck right 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 well it's it oh it's kind of jazzy cool you know but then they throw the taiko Mm -hmm. drumming in there and the music the the music is very minimal the the movie itself is very minimalistic yeah i mean there's five people in it totally right right absolutely but I have recommended this movie like since I've seen it. Mm-hmm. I've told different people it's like wow, yeah, you know who I think they would like it, mm-hmm. and that they they've got to check this movie out. Sure, you know I think it does it live up. Absolutely. In fact, I think I would love. To, I don't if they remade it. I hope mm. they could do it justice, which I don't know if they could. Well, the, the, but here's the thing: if you remake it, yeah. you're so far away from you know the the nuclear, you know, kind of the basis, or you or could do it dystopian. Yeah, you could. In the future. You could do that, too. You know what I mean? Well, and the thing is, is though, it's, I mean, it's not like they were wearing, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel like this movie, yeah. they were wearing minimalistic, like, like people out in the middle of the woods clothes, right? Right, right. It's like, this This didn't seem to me to be 14th It's like 14th century. It's a long time ago, dude. Oh, yeah. Man. And it's like, I mean, this could have come out. I think you're right. I think it would have fit at a dystopian type thing. Just yes. be just be I mean I mean there was nothing that really especially without knowing the acts or the the way they're speaking mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's nothing that said oh this happened in the 14th century except for the fact that there was a war and they named the war and samurai and and well <laughs> yeah but but no in my mind there's tons of samurai still running around Japan oh so, just all over there so it's like, I've, I've actually been there I didn't see one samurai I was pissed but, but uh, I would I you know I would I would own this yeah you know yeah. I I'm here's what I'm thinking about yeah. so I wouldn't mind grabbing it but like i said earlier like the criterion version so i have all the background stuff sure like behind sure. The scenes. because the movie's great but i feel like just like we talked about with the ninth gate that movie was awesome oh yeah but the background of it's like yo it makes it so much better and i feel like this could have the same type of thing maybe I mean, I mean it wouldn't have the same mythos maybe right. but but it would have but it maybe it would explain the the uh the 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 tale it was based on or, right. or something like that well if they could have the director like if they could have done something. Bro, it was nineteen. It was ninety eight in two thousand ten, bro. Right, right. <laughs> Maybe, but I mean, but, you know, if they would have done that, if they could yeah, have done, sure. that would have been the only way that I would be just you know yeah. tops. But it was great, you know. Like and, a lot. I'll give it a buy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Check cool. it out, Onibaba. Onibaba, fantastic, great, great selection, man. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just been wanting to watch it for some. Right, right. All right, so uh, you ready to get your butt kicked again? In no, trivia? I'm just teasing. I'm never ready for trivia. All right. Well, we're going to go take a quick break, listen to this intro, and we'll be right back with your dose of trivia for the week. Live from Salt Lake City, it's your favorite game show, Corpse Cast Trivia. Master. Wouldn't they need brains for that? Well, as big as their heads are, there's bound to be something in there, one would hope. Anyway, on with the show. All right, everybody, we're back. We're about to do some trivia. Steven, right now, is actually leaning back and grabbing. I'm grabbing the cards. The, the cards of the destiny. Cards. Right, no. Don't, don't, okay. don't. What, 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 what? what? He don't was look looking at him. him. He was looking at him. Dude, you know, how, you know how shitty my eyesight is? Yeah. I, I, you know, dude. I feel sorry for you because yeah. you're right across from my beautiful face. But 
<laughs> All right, give, give me a card. Give me a card. That's that one. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. On three to see who goes first, okay? Right. Oh, fucking hell. All right. All right. On three. Okay. One, two. Yes. Son of a bitch. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask the question first. I'm going to be okay. the home team in the battle of innings. Okay, you ready? In the battle. Okay. Hold on, hold on. I got to turn on my flashlight. Yeah, no, <laughs> I do too. I need to just buy a, I have a little flashlight in there, I'm sure. But I can't believe how old I'm getting. Okay, all right. I cannot see in the darkness in the dark. Dude, have you have you seen an eye doctor lately? I go to no, an eye but doctor I need to like every six months. <laughs> oh, I do not. I haven't gone in three years, but that's because my my I'm an idiot. Okay, that's why. All right, so is I'm that gonna, why? I'm going to crack this one real quick, and I'm going to ask you the first question. All right, ask me. Ask away. Ask away. Guillermo del Toro co-wrote yeah. and produced the 2010 remake of which 1970s cult television film? About creatures in an old mansion. Oh, fucking hell. I know this. But I, know. I don't know this. I know. I, I don't know if I would have remembered the name of this one, but... Um, I, can, I, I can't give up. I can see the little girl in it. It's... it's oh, uh, oh, Scary Stories? No, no, no. What, what, no, no. no, no you no. you already said no. no okay. Son of a bitch. Don't be afraid of the dark from 1970. Okay. God right. damn it. All, all right, right, you all go. Right, Let's go. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Um, We're doing on starting the green, right? Yeah, huh? Who was the only actor to reprise their role in a television sequel to 1968's Rosemary's Baby? Uh, look what's happening to Rosemary's Baby, 1976. And this is one of my favorite oh, actresses my of all time. Who reprised her role yeah. from, the, from the movie? Yeah, from the movie. Rosemary's Baby. Oh, it's got to be... Um... I've had a crush on her. Did she cut her hair in the original movie? God, what's her name? Yeah. Shoot. Oh my gosh, I can see her. It's uh In fact, I just saw her on The Love Boat the other day. The like uh, the old school Love <laughs> yeah, Boat? Yeah, oh my yeah, goodness, yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. It's uh oh my gosh, I what is her name, dude? Oh my I could see her. Just tell me. I'm not going to give Ruth Gordon. I have no idea who that is. I'm glad I gave up <laughs> You don't know who Ruth Gordon is. I don't know who Ruth is. Gordon is. No. You are you fucking shitting me right now? You don't know Ruth. Why? Gordon? Why would I shit you? You right ever now? see? You ever see Harold and Maude? Um, a long time ago. Yes. Yeah, Harold and Maude. How about how about uh, any which way you can, any which way but loose? No. no. Any which way but loose? Any which, yeah, any which way you can. No. Yeah, with Clint Eastwood. No. Hey, goddamn. Is that baboon. the one with the monkey? Yeah, with the it's a chimp. It, it's, it's a orangutan. It's a orangutan. Do you know it's a orangutan and not a orangutan? Yeah, it's orangutan. I just learned that. I've been yeah. calling it orangutan yeah. from Borneo, Indonesia. Yeah, mine, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, number two. Here you go. We're okay. Still, right. still Zeros. in a tough race. In the 20, uh, 2011 remake of Fright Night, right. which Scottish actor played the Las Vegas stage magician oh. Peter Vincent? Oh, and I just watched this. No, no. Um, God, I have a hard time remembering names. Um. <laughs> Eddie Izzard. I don't oh know. my gosh! No, <laughs> I like tricking you. Yeah, <laughs> bastard. Yeah, you ready? Give up? Yeah, David Tennant. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I think it, it should have been Eddie Izzard. He, he might have been right. Yeah. In the Ghost of Frankenstein, nineteen forty-two, <sighs> which classic horror actor takes on the mantle of the monster. Oh, it's uh oh shoot. Junior. Um 
Oh, the, what's a man of a million faces, son? Oh my gosh, how come I cannot remember? I can see him. Are you fucking with me right now? No, I'm not. I cannot I remember. I think you're fucking with me. I wish I was. You're fucking with me. No, I wish I were. Yeah. Let's see. Um, I, I could see his. I'm going to. If I don't get this, I'm going to be so pissed off. Yeah, you are. Uh, oh, my gosh. It's um, Lon Chaney Jr. No, Turn up the radio. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I would have wow. been wow. so mad if Holy I wouldn't have got that. shit. All right, Oof. I would have teabagged you from over here. Yeah, well, you got balls saggy enough too. I All do, right. I do. They're, they're <laughs> Wild. <laughs> I got to watch out for the for the knees. <laughs> oh, by the way, you're not going to get this one. If you do okay. get this one, right. you right. automatically. Oh, win. thanks, thanks for the confidence. Which cannibal was the only one to survive the events of Wrong Turn from 2003? Mm, your mom. <laughs> oh my goodness! I didn't know they had names to be honest with you. I thought uh, it was yeah, Jethro have, One, I have, I have Jethro no, Two. I have no fucking idea. This one is Three Finger. Three Finger. So after three, it's one to nothing for me. Son of a bitch! I got an easy one. All right, and all right. I almost screwed that one up. E- my turn. Okay. All right. Eli Roth. Whoa, 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 whoa! I go first. I'm the home team. You just. Oh yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm an idiot, bro. It's okay. Eli Roth titled his 2013 cannibal film, The Green Inferno, after the documentary in which other cannibal movie classic? Cannibal Holocaust. Son of a bitch. up the radio. I feel like all I right, got the easy right. ones. God I got the easy it. ones this time. God damn it. Let's see. That was uh, that was red. Yeah, okay. yeah, red. No, that was orange. But you're on red now. Oh, I'm on red now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. What is the name of the abandoned ocean liner Jess and her friends are on after their yacht capsizes in Triangle? Oh my gosh, you got hard ones, bro. Fuck. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, I never would have got I, this. You know one. What? I'm not going to waste a brain cell. I have no idea. A A E O L U S Aeolus. It's it's named after the areola. So just remember that from now on. It's not really. Okay. Don't look at me like that. You're <laughs> Give me the bug eyes, Janine. <laughs> All right. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You bastard. Here we go. Um, what type of experimental um, aversion therapy is Alex subjected to? Oh, my fucking. In a clockwork orange in 1971. Wow. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Wow. What, what? what is he? Uh, what's it called? I, I remember. Oh, you're not going to get it. But I mean, <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. No, it's. Uh... There's no way. Okay. Yeah. It's where they. Open his eyes and yeah, give him bad yeah, things. Yeah, what is it called? It's called uh, inversion therapy. No. I have no idea what. No. I can't even pronounce it. Uh, uh, Levodico technique. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. Not going to get that one. And I read the book. Oh, you, you should have known that then. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's in a completely different language, basically, oh. of what they speak. They speak a different language in that. Right. It's a, the book it's is British written English. Like you know, well, no, 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 no. I mean, <laughs> I mean even different, different. All right, all right, all right. Which actor played the Riddler? Sorry, played both the Riddler in the 1960s Batman series and Gomez Adams in the 1960s Adams Family series. Okay, so he played the Riddler in which? The 60s series? And the 60s Batman series. I didn't know he did that. Oh, and then, and what? And then Gomez Adams in the 1960s Adams Family. Oh, um, oh, okay. Don't. So Gomez Adams, that wouldn't, um, wouldn't that be uh, Aston, John Aston, right? Turn up 
the radio, and is also the adoptive father of Sean Astin. Oh, they're adopted. Well, there, there, there's some debate of who Sean Astin's dad is. Even it could have been Sean Astin's Desi Ar- Desi Ar- uh, Desi Bro, Arnaz Jr. I don't think Jr. Do you think he would be a little spicier if it was Desi Arnaz Jr.? <laughs> He's not like this. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. No, but. Yeah. Mr. I mean, Hobbit. But John Astin's his dad. I mean, yeah, okay. yeah, Sean Astin. I, mean, I love Sean Astin. He's yeah. fucking great. I okay. do too. All right, last one. All right. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. No, the blue. Blue. I'm, blue, blue. I'm having a hard time right yeah. now. What is the name of the maid in the Rocky Horror Picture Show? Oh, my God. I have Fantastic. no idea. Oh. I've, never, I've, I've seen it not all the way through because I was like, this is wild. Why is he? No, did you see it in the theater? No. I never oh, you see. No, I did. I've only. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What I I only saw it in the theater when it came on a video. I protested. I was absolutely well. They do it, it up at the Tower Theater. They do the shadow right. cast and all great. that. What yeah. What is exciting? Okay. Uh, and I'll do it in Rocky. I'll do it. In, no, not Rocky's voice, but in uh, Don, uh, Magenta. Oh, actually, I, actually, yeah, I yeah, I, yeah. I knew that somewhere. Columbia. Back. Do you want to know? What? I met her. She came into a salty horror convention when we did it maybe in 2010 nice. or 2011 or something like right, that. Right. She was she was the one that was in Lords of Salem, right? Yes. And yeah, so yeah, I met her. Yeah. She's super nice, but she's uh, very British. Are you going to fuck her mind? Fuck with her mind? Wait, right? it, Lords of Salem? F- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right, right? Yeah. Are you going to fuck with her mind? Did that, anyway, I she was, she was like that. Oh, yeah. I love that oh, movie. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Okay. All right, last one. Here we go. All right. It's two to one, so it comes down to this one. I'm two, you're one? Bruh. <laughs> Who's the actor... Who plays the psychopathic killer in Wolf Creek, 2005. I oh, love this guy, man. by the way. I would have gotten this um, one. Australian film, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he plays a guy named Mick Taylor. The only, the only, oh, see, it's either, it's not Mel Gibson. <laughs> that would be that wild would be, if it were. It's not Russell Crowe. <laughs> Is he Australian? <laughs> yeah. I thought he was right? Austrian. Just joking. Oh, my God. I have no idea. I forget. His name's John Jarrett. Oh, okay. All so right. I win, but let's do the last one. All right. How about last that? One. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, what secret organization does her her star work for in the was it Preacher nineteen ninety five to two thousand comic book series? Oh shoot, I have those right there, but I have no idea, and I'm going to give up. I won anyway. So okay. what was it? The Grail. Yeah, I wouldn't have yeah. done that anyway. Okay, cool. All right, so yours truly wins once again. I'm undefeated so far. I hate to rub it and. In uh, Steve's you, face, you do not. You do not hate to rub into my face. You love. <laughs> I really do. Face. I hate it. I. I, I typically I, a very humble young man. And... Don't believe him. Okay. <laughs> All right. So here we're gonna play a trailer for uh, "In Trails of a Beautiful Woman." Again, you're not gonna understand a word, but uh, here it goes anyway. <laughs> here it is. エンジェルレイ。強力だよ、これは。東は一山帰って
Everybody, you just heard and probably didn't understand the trailer for Entrails of a Beautiful Woman came out in 1986. IMDb, oh my goodness, IMDb gives us a whopping 4.9. Written and directed by a guy named Kazuo Komizu, 48 writing credits on IMDb. Much of what he's written seems to be very similar to this one, including Entrails of a Virgin, the prequel to this one, which I also watched. But a lot of his movies have names like. Female Market, colon, Imprisonment. Woman in the Box, colon, Virgin Sacrifice. Lusty Disciples in Uniform. And on and on and on. Um, <clears throat> okay. This movie starred Megumi Ozawa as Hiromi, Ayako Ishii as Maul, Sierra Karakawa as Yoshimi Ito. See, I can't help it but do the accent. It's not my fault, guys. Uh, Kazuno Sano as Higashi and a bunch of other people. Yoshimi has found herself at the mercy of a particularly cruel gang of Yakuza. She was searching for her sister, who was taken by this particular sect and sold into Africa as a sex slave. Yoshimi got caught and is getting tortured and raped in this first scene. Uh, wow. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it just hops right into there. It, it doesn't really waste much time before we get to the torture and the, and the uh, degradation of uh, a nice young Japanese woman. To make her more docile, the Yakuza give her a dose of angel rain, which is apparently a wild drug. And that's what that's what they call it. Oh, I, I need my angel rain. Nothing. You're not going to say anything about that. Okay. No. Uh, <laughs> oh, the, the angel. Angel. Angel rain. Uh, oh, angel rain. <laughs> angel, which, which I figure would be a great name for a band now. Angel oh, rain. Angel rain. <laughs> oh, my gosh. If you're, if you're that band, somebody figures out where right, it came from. Right. You're angel them. rain. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, after the men get done, she's able to escape and make it to something called the Aquarium Clinic, which is just, I guess, a medical cl clinic, but they... Anyway. I, I don't know. They, I figured they did surgery on fish. Or... <sighs> aquarium clinic. It's yeah, like, okay, yeah, yeah. the only thing they had an aquarium was there's a TV with fish on it. Right, right, right. Anyways, it didn't really go into detail. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be real. The, yeah. the, this didn't have a ton of story to it. But anyway, uh, she made it to the aquarium clinic where Hiromi, a, psychi a psychiatrist, attempts to help her. Um, the problem is that Yoshimi is still under the spell of the angel rain. Angel rain. She escapes the care of Hiromi and ends up throwing herself from the top of a building. After hearing Yoshimi's stories about her and her sister, Hiromi takes it upon herself to get revenge on the Yakuza involved. From here on out, it's a bit like I spit on your grave. You know, she weasels her way into gaining their trust a little bit through hypnotism, sex, and hand jobs. Uh, you know, that would that would make anybody <laughs> trust anybody else. Like over the over the panties. Right, job, right, right. right. Uh, yeah, the, the tidy reddies. Yeah, the, the tidy, yeah. <laughs> it's like she's doing that and all of a sudden he's squirting jizz all over him. Oh, yeah, And yeah, it's yeah. like, uh, anyway, I don't know how that escaped the I, I red. Loved, I loved it when she like smeared it all over her face. Sorry. <laughs> Because I because for some reason she smeared it on her face so yeah, 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 so he yeah, yeah. would think coming out of uh, hypno hypnosis that she yeah. sucked him off instead right. of like jerked him off which, right 
<laughs> I don't know why, but I don't know. It must be a Japanese cultural thing. I have no. I'm going to blame everything on Japanese culture that I didn't understand. <laughs> and there's a lot about this movie that doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense. Not a lot of sense. Anyways, uh, uh, but uh, it, it's kind of like I spit on your grave, kind of right. Yes. Except for it's very. Uh, except for at one point she's given too much angel rain. Angel rain. And turns into a monster with a ma- with a massive penis vagina. Will these yakuza get their just desserts? <laughs> What is it about Angel Rain Angel that makes Rain. you turn into one of the most unique monsters in a movie? How many times do we have to see that bald, seemingly handicapped dude dra- grab his dick? Well, find out by watching Intros of a Beautiful Woman by from 1986, bro. I chose this specifically. I'd seen it one time. like I think we did it on the Cadaver Lab like in 2008 or 2009. Right. Last time I saw it, but I'm like, oh, shit, I'm going to blow his mind. What do you think? Um, well, you know what I thought because when I slipped into your DMs last night, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I my the, the the first thing I said, folks, was what, what the, the fuck, fuck did, did I, I just watch? watch? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have so many things. <laughs> it's like, wow. Um, I don't know. Somebody filmed a porn and it turned out to be okay. a horror. Well, let me. Okay, so let me explain they, this. Yeah, let me explain what's going on. Okay. Okay, remember how we had the the uh, um, what was that called? Let me go back up here. The Jin the Jidai Geki movie yeah, with the, yeah. whatever, which is the classy type thing, right? It, yeah. But it, uh, we also have um, what's called Pinky pink. or Pink Aiga right, or Pink films. Right, right. The description is contrasting the pink film with Western pornographic films. Pia Harrit said. What really stands out is the ability of the Pinku Aiga to engage the spectator in more than just scenes with close-up of genitals. And finally, the complexity of the representation of gender on the human mind. It's like, <laughs> do you think that they were actually putting that much thought into it? Right. Good for you. There, right. there. He also went on to say that there's a few like uh, standards that a Pink Aiga film does. And by the way, I am not... E- I am not the, the, the expert on this, okay? Right. This, I think I've seen maybe two or three. And the other one I saw, one uh, that I remember seeing... It was called Sex and Fury, which was very high class compared to this one. Nice. In fact, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, come on, uh, Tarantino yeah. ripped that off uh, some scenes from that and put it into uh, what? Kill Bill. Kill Bill. Yeah, yep, yeah. exactly right. right. And so, but anyway, so that was beautiful. That was more artistic. This one, let's just say, was not. But anyways, those criteria: the film must have a required minimum quota of sex scenes. The film must be approximately one hour in duration, and this was one hour and seven minutes. Exactly. Thank goodness, because right, right, right. wow, it seemed. Like, I mean, I mean, the thing is, I'm going through, and I'm kind of like skipping forward ten seconds through oh, the yeah. set, you know, because I'm just like, I got it, you know, I want to watch it, I got to get through. But just the, it was just weird rape a lot, and yeah. it's just like, ah, I'm doing. you know, I w- it the movie like turned me on, and then I was ashamed for being turned on, you know, and then yes, and, and, you know, it did, and then. Uh, I I I sat in the corner for a little bit and I was ashamed. But well, dude. Th- oh, so so the dick. <laughs> oh no, no <laughs> the okay. alien dick. Okay, so <laughs> let let me talk really quick. Yeah. Oh, okay, no, I'll, I'll talk about the different dick. Yeah, real quick. But let me yeah. just say, but because of Japanese censorship rules, yes, you cannot see any pubic hair. So basically, they just shave it and then they fog it out if it gets too close. Right. Right. Like literally, yeah. they fog it. It's not you know it's it's wild because it just looks like they put Vaseline on the camera or whatever. Right. 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 And the thing and there's and, and you can't actually show penetration or anything like that. So during one scene, 
This girl's giving the dude a blowjob. Right. Well, the dude's dick is obviously, it's a silhouette of it, but it's this foam, like, <laughs> weird thing. And I'm like, and, and then it, it cuts to that, the silhouette, and then it cuts to him, and you're like, there's no way that looked like that. Right. This is just, right. This is just an insert of some wild. It was too perfect of a dick. It was, it was just. It was, I mean, it was soft, because, I mean, Whoa. part of the thing is because he can't get hard. Right, because, right. For whatever right. reason. But it, it was wild. Too much angel rain. Too much angel rain. Angel rain. But yeah, so anyways. Uh, go, go ahead. Okay. Tell, tell, tell us about the tell us about so, the penis. So the, the penis was kind of remind me of uh, the, uh, the the xenomorph when it when it when it pops out. Well, yeah. There, alien, there's a right, time where right, she where the okay. So yeah. Let, let's just let, let me let me just explain one thing. So Hiromi, she gets angel range. She turns into this angel thing. Rain. It looks like it looks like um, the handicapped brother of um. <laughs> Like Julia from from Hellraiser when she has right, no skin right, on, right, 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 right. It's like it's like the derp and the and the eyes are weird. But and, and this dick's like three feet long, but and it, it has like a mouth and teeth. So it kind of reminded me of the chest burster. Well, especially when you it know, went up or right, came right, out the right. chest. And his face kind of reminded me of uh, Toxie from Toxic Holocaust exactly a little right. bit. You know, and no, it, no, it, did you say from Toxic Holocaust? No, sorry, sorry, <laughs> Toxic Venture. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You're right. Now um, I was like, bro, yeah, don't talk about Robert yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so, uh, and then there was one part when it showed, and it's like you could totally tell it was a suit, and I'm just thinking to myself, I want that suit. Oh, dear. I want to fucking wear that suit. And But the cock reminded me of the lead singer from Guar, the old yes. the original no, you, the cuttlefish. Uh, odorous Urungus. The, the cuttlefish. Yeah, the cuttle, the that's cuttle, exactly right, what it was. Right, right. So I don't know if you know this. Okay, I don't okay. know yet. You can purchase entrails of... <laughs> Of a beautiful woman on Amazon for twenty four. What is it? Is right. it um, twenty four ninety nine? Is it the DVD? Or? DVD. Oh my god! Format DVD. But the best thing about it yeah. are the reviews. Oh yeah, let's hear some. So <laughs> it's either really bad or really not good. Uh, really, really great. Now, Rubber Revenge makes does sense. A review makes sense to me. That is. Watch this shit. Watch this. Watch this. I'm just going to show you. This is all of Rubber Revenge's review. That is long, bro. This is longer than the movie. It would take me more. <laughs> it take you more than an hour and seven minutes to read that. <laughs> and then somebody that goes by Burns, okay, right, like Mr. Burns, uh, not quite Hollywood, who just has a one-word review. Well, he gives it uh, four stars and just says, "Interesting." <laughs> My favorite thing about the monster, and by the yeah, way, yeah. obviously this is a pinky violent violence type thing where it's all about rape and drug and revenge and all this stuff, right? But it happens to have a monster at the end, right? Right. My favorite thing is about this monster, and this is we're spoiling the crap out of it because there's, you know, this is this. I swear, like it's fifty minutes of rape, yes, and like revenge, right? Yeah. But then yeah, yeah. within the last seventeen minutes, the monster shows up, right? Right. And I like, by the way, the the monster changing scene. They got a bunch of like air. Hoses like pumped at them and oh, put oh, in, in, oh, the, oh, in the, the mouth, the in, the, in the boobs, and stuff like that. Which is why, yeah. But, but so this monster goes and rapes a girl, right? Yeah, yeah. And then there's a dude. It's like, oh shit, I want to go rape him. So it sucks the giant cuttlefish inside of it. Yeah, and sits on the dude's face. It sits on his face, and it's like my face good rape. Hell, face I, rape. I have no idea. I mean, okay, I'm glad somebody ha- came up with this. Right, I really am. Right. I'm also glad that it wasn't me. Right. Okay. Um, the thing is, is this, is this movie entertaining? It's like, first of all, I had to wait till everyone was out of the house to watch it. <laughs> my wife, if my wife watched this, she would not stop. She probably would give me. I would still be getting shit right now. Right. 
Um, there was a there's I mean there was weird sex scenes like there's that one chick that was just putting on a show for the dude and then then sticks her ass in his face. And, I was just gonna talk about the ass like, in the what? face. It's like it's like is that it's like it, yeah you know. It, it, you get a, you know, you, I bet you're watching. Your your cat's not looking at you the same ever. No. Since, you know, just no, like my cat's like, like, what the shit, bro? Like, right, right. I had to wait for my dogs to go to sleep to watch it and <laughs> kick the cat out. And it's like, I'm not. Yeah. I yeah. hope my children never see, hear this episode Dude. because it's like, Dude. my dad watched what? Yeah, no, I had I had to I had to put my headphones on. Yeah, yeah, and like wait. There's a lot of my, sexy noise. Wait till my here. wife goes to bed. Yeah. The dogs are asleep, like sitting there in the dark, and I had no idea because you told me to begin with, like. Make sure you're in a safe space when you yes. watch this. <laughs> and so I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay. And so it, it like, and so the first thing I thought was, oh, I spit on your grave. Like, yeah, I mean, right it's on, kind which of is the same, like, right, structure a little right. bit. Right. And when I, the first time I saw I spit on your grave was rough. You no, know, same I, here. I was just like, oh. And do you know, do you know what the shit. roughest thing about that was to me? And we, and I talked about this on a podcast yeah. like a long time ago. You have the remake and then you have the 1978 version right, with Camille right. Keaton. The one thing, and the, the kills in the 2010 one were more brutal, and I will give them that, right? Right, sure. However, the thing about the 1978 version that makes it stand above the 2010 remake for me is that Camille Keaton's, uh, uh, her character degrades herself again by having sex with them, by by seducing them. Right. Again, right. And, and getting them into a compromised situation. Well, right. that's what Hiromi does in right. this one, too. And that's why I thought right. about that, because I'm like, because, I mean, you remember the last scene in... Uh, and she gets naked. She's in the tub, and then she cuts that guy's balls oh, off. Right? Fantastic! No, it's yeah, great. Yeah, and it's just like shooting down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's nasty. And, yeah. and I mean, in the and it's like people are like, "Oh, the 2010 is way more brutal." I'm like, I mean, maybe maybe the kills are brutal, but it, it's it's like it is like trauma on a different level. Right. This right. Old. Oh, the ice band in your grave is just like. It's I I still I have a hard time watching that. I've seen it. I mean, I've seen right. it like three times, maybe in my whole life. <laughs> it's like, why do I watch it three two times? Two more times because than it's, I have. Because I mean, it's very wild and right, wicked. Right. And I had, I watched it. They're like, okay, I watched that. <laughs> you know, like, Check yeah, done. Yeah. All right. I don't. Uh, and you know, to be honest with you, that's kind of what I thought this one would be. Yeah. Except for I I did I've watched this exactly two times. One for the podcast for the cadaver lab. Right. right. And one for the podcast here. And I also watched um, Entrails of a Virgin, right? which was the predecessor to this. Had nothing to do with it except for there was a big penis monster that kills people Fantastic. after rapes. Fantastic. And it wasn't really a monster. It was just a really dirty guy right? in tons of mud with a giant penis. So... I hate myself for liking this movie. Wait, you sound like a you, yeah. you sound like a yeah. a song. You know, it's uh, it's I hate myself. But but the thing is, is you're, you're kind of like Emmy Joan Jett here. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, it's like to me, this is more of a curiosity than like a like a. It's like, a freak show. Yeah, and it's like, oh my, I cannot yeah. look like. But so because even like the normal, even when they're having normal sex, right? You got the foam wiener and all right, this weird right. shit that's going on. Oh, dude, the the guys, the yakuza, the mobster guys. <laughs> are awesome. That one guy's back tattoo yeah. is amazing. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, you know, and the dude with the glasses. <laughs> you know, that's like the main guy. That, you yeah. Know. yeah, yeah. The yeah. bald guy freaked me out. I feel like oh, he was a handicapped oh, it little was, brother too. It was it was they, they, those two guys were definitely uh, like uh, the those have eyes. Oh yeah. For sure. <laughs> you know, for sure. it's like, okay, so we have these guys and then cool guy with glasses. <laughs> and raping women, you know, I it's like, and then uh, skinless creature with huge demon cock. Unless you know, it decides to suck it in, have a huge demon vagina. Vagina, right? So it's why it's a wild one. 
And I don't really know what else to say about it because I don't think there was a lot of like. Remember when we were thinking about oh, the allegory and only Baba, right? Right, there, right. I don't think there's any of that shit. No. And I'll tell you what, around an hour length was maybe even a little too long. Okay. <laughs> it was. It was. I mean, a, you can get tired of watching like brutality, and it was. Right, it was. Right. It was like really like I was thinking about these even these actresses, man. What? Yeah, my goodness. Yeah, I thought the best kill. The best kill was that when the guy gets the head. You know, it, and to be honest with you, a part of me was like, when am I going to see Art the Clown in this thing? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, <it was laughs> you know, yeah. like it, it definitely there. It was I'm like, this is 1986. Like, holy shit. No, right. You know, they're doing things differently. In Japan. Well, and you think about it with the censorship laws yeah. in Germany and in Japan after World War Two. Right. They're the craziest mother effers in the world now. Oh, dude. It's like, what what did we do to them that messed them up that bad? <laughs> this movie made me want to watch more Pinky Violence movies. Yes. But at the same time, it made me not want to watch another Pinky Violence movie ever. Yeah. It's, and that's kind of how it was. Like, it has to be more of a curiosity, more of a yeah. spectacle, a it's, freak show like you It's said. not for the faint of heart. And it's not even know? that. It's I mean, it's not like it's that well put together. It's just it's because not. there's a lot of like inconsistencies and in, like scenes and shots and stuff like that. Like they don't give a shit. Like like you know how in uh, like the '80s horror movies, right? Right. They're like, let's make a horror movie. Let's put some sex in it, right? Yeah. Wow, these guys made porno movies and put some horror in it. it it's, and so, but the, but the, there's some things about it that's endearing. Oh dear. No, I'm serious. Well, I mean, th- there's some there's some shots that are really well done. Like there's some lighting shots, you know, they're like in the background, you know, <laughs> no, no, just like in background, like street shots and stuff. Sure. You know, that are like, oh, this is really awesome. You know, like there's definitely quality to it uh-huh. behind the shit show of a movie, you know, but it's amazing at the same time it's horribly amazing here's the thing it kind of reminds me a little bit like the pinky violence from what right, i've seen right. and i have seen a handful of them right and i've seen a handful of the shit like the fuck the really mad like like this one what like like, the, like like women stepping on kittens you know or something no nah, <laughs> not i mean like this but it kind of reminds me of um italian giallo a little bit and, i mean okay. not they're not they're nothing like these two genres are nothing like right, however right. italian uh, giallos right you you can say okay well this is a uh, whodunit, like a murder mystery type of movie, right? Right. And in essence, that's all they are. Right. But then you add the things that make a giallo a giallo, like the, like the uh, the the, the uh, like the black gloves and the POV coming from the the killer, right? And you right, have all this right, the right. way it's filmed, the way it's done. Right. And so, I mean, you can watch one not knowing it's a giallo, but you could tell it has a specific like look and feel to it, right? Right. Right. And in 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 that way. I think that it's this is kind of the same way, like meaning um, the way these are filmed, the way that they put the sex over the violence, you know, the way sure. the, the way that like the logic and the and the consistency doesn't really have to matter, right? You know, and, and, and in that way, I feel like it's like you can tell it's the genre, right? Right. right. And so it you know, it, and it's very unique in the way it presents itself. I mean, but I'm not I'm not ever saying that Giallo and and Pinky Violence movies are the same, you know, look the same. But it, but it's very it has that uh, it has that look and feel. I love the one scene when she goes all like Scarface with a big pile of angel rain. No, you, you know, angel you know, on, on the uh, on the desk. Yeah, she. You know, she's like she's sitting behind it and stuffs her face into it. And she says something like, "I feel good." Right, right. It's yeah. like, I was like, "What?" Yeah, there, there are some scenes, and then like I think it was when, lost in translation. What, what, what she really said. What was going on with the veins? You know, it's oh like, yeah. 
what the fuck is happening? Like, why that served no purpose? Whatsoever. It had some Sam Raimi moments when when that right, was happening. Right, Just like, right. Shot, quick shot, quick shot. Blah blah blah. Right. Blah, blah. So how Onibaba, like, everything was essential to that movie. This one was a whole lot of what the fuck is going on. And and that's why we paired <laughs> these two together in a non in, in a way that weirdly paired Japanese films right, because right. it's like you bring out you bring out the wonderful you know meal with Onibaba, right? Right. And Artfully then, done. And then you pair it with like some like shitty dirty Dr. Pepper from Swig <laughs> or something like that, right? It's like, "Oh good, you, I got you, you know what you know remind me of?" Mm. It's like when you when you when you pick up your beer, you set it down in a bar, and you pick it up, and somebody's put their cigarette. Exactly in it. right. You know, this is, this is what it is. That and, and describes it, this movie know, perfectly. And so you you got the awesomeness of the beer, and like, oh fuck, <laughs> I got a cigarette. Bottle. And I'm not saying I liked it. I'm saying it was like that one guy so poignantly said, right? Interesting. Okay, <laughs> but you're not saying you hated it either. Well, I like it was a freak show. You had to keep watching. You're like, what right. in the holy hell? Now, did you touch yourself when you were watching it? Did, did no. You... <laughs> I mean, even if I did, I wouldn't tell you. It's like, I mean, let's be real. There's, it's, it's rare when I'm by myself that I'm not touching myself, no matter what I'm doing. So it's like, so I mean, so sure, I probably was. I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, I'm I, not going to tell you whether or not I got a, I got a chubby or anything like that. I, I, like, I just kind of feel like. There's some things that, that you can't unsee. Well, and and that was an hour and seven and minutes. I can't get back in my life. <laughs> you know what? I don't like when people say that because it's like, well, you no, spent gr- so much time what, yeah. curing cancer in that hour. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But now that you've watched it and you have, you understand. <laughs> sorry, you understand what it is now and what's out there, right, and you're just right, like, yo, right. my goodness, no, it, I cannot it, believe this. It so. has opened my eyes to a world exactly. that I just like. You're welcome. It, it's, and this is exactly I why I chose I'm it. Saying, I didn't say I would thank you, but no, no I'm kidding. Well, but now no, you're less was, naive. How yeah, about yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is, um, you know, when you asked me, when we talked about doing this, I didn't know that I was in store for. <laughs> I, I, I was like, oh, man, I, I doubt he's ever seen or heard of this, so I'm going to right, drop right. this bomb yeah. on him and see how he reacts. You know, but you know what? I feel like I've got a little more like street cred for culture, <laughs> like like street culture. Yeah, you can go yeah. there and be yeah. like, "Bro, I've seen yeah. entrails." Yeah, and they'll be yeah. like, "Oh, Angel Rain, Angel Rain." <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. It's weird because I you can't admit you like it. I mean, even if you no. did, you can't admit it. Too. Maybe not in polite company anyway. No, <laughs> and that's all I ever hang out with. Of course, polite company. Yeah, you have to go to some seedy seedy. Uh, like like conventions. Oh yeah, to, to, dude. You know, you know I, I'm some... not going to a pinky violence convention. Can you imagine the shit that goes on there? Oh my gosh! Right, bro. right. No. Some some guy. You know, you, it's always a guy that has got a ponytail and he's like six four, like three eighty, and he's wearing a you know, he's, and he's wearing, wearing cargo clothes, shorts. Yes, and and like the big t shirt. Right. And he's like, eh, he's like the comic book. Holy nerd fuck, of, that's me. Well, yeah. Well, same. But. All right, man. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you saw it. I. I mean, I don't blame you if you didn't enjoy it. I don't blame no, you no, if no, you no. did enjoy it. Was, it. It was, was wild. It was. Watch this one. If you're gonna watch, you don't need to see intros of a virgin before you watch this to understand the movie. Okay, right, 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 right. But that one was not nearly as good as this one, in my opinion. Meaning, it's crazy. Right, and and uh, if you want more reviews and comments of the movie, go to Amazon. Yeah, and check it out. Because <laughs> I got to tell you, the reviews are the best thing. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, you know, I you know who likes you know who likes this movie, uh, 
people who watch pimple popping videos. Oh my gosh, I cannot watch those. Oh my gosh, no, it's just like gross. Yeah, you have to make sense because I watch yeah. those. I'm like, oh my hell, I right, can't look right. away. <laughs> All right, so uh, that's what we got for you. Um, check us out on corpsecollective.com. We're on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher. We're you know where we even are? I can't imagine. Audible. We're on Amazon's Audible. Holy shit. Yeah, can you yeah. believe that? And we were just plugging, I was just plugging Amazon, too. Yeah, right? Yeah. So we're sponsored wow. by them. They give us our money, bitches. Right. Uh, but uh, wherever fine podcasts are found, tell your friends. Uh, if you want to leave us any feedback, 385-351-9273. 385-351-9273. Steven, you got anything else for us? No. All right. <laughs> so for the Corpse Cast, we will catch you guys later. How many